Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Todd Miller. Todd, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. I love it. Let's let's do this. Todd is a money coach. He is helping people to check themselves and work towards a better financial future. I'm excited to have you on. Todd, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so I wasn't always a money coach. Um, I kind of had a journey to to get to this career path, and and I really started with my own journey in money and finance and and seeking out financial freedom. And for me, that started in college. Um, I was introduced to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and that really changed my way of thinking. And when I got done with Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I picked up another one, Four Hour Work Week. And I thought, thought that was pretty cool that, hey, you don't have to work 40 hours a week. You can, you know, work less and maybe have some more fun in your life. And that sounded a lot more fun than sitting behind a desk for the next 30 plus years. So <laughs> um, that kind of, you know, got my mind churning and I, I dove into uh, personal finance and, and learning more about money and uh, the game of money and what you can do with it in order to, to create more freedom in your life. Um, so I found out all about uh, financial freedom and things when I was in college. And that prompted me to, to start a couple of small businesses. Um, when I was in college, I started buying and selling football tickets at the University of Florida. Uh, we always had a, a good football team, so nice. you know some tickets were always in hot demand. So I'd be able to go out, buy some tickets, and, and then turn around and sell them and make a nice little profit. And then I started thinking, how else can I, can I do this? You know, what are some other opportunities that are out there? And a friend of mine and I, we got together and started buying and selling textbooks. And so that, that ended up being a pretty good deal for us. We would stand outside um, some of our classes at the end of, uh, end of every semester, you know, waving $20 bills at people as they're leaving their finals. And, you know, they, they'd sell us our book, their books, and then we'd turn around a couple of weeks later and resell them for, for a nice little profit. So that worked out well. And then, um, then I kind of started getting into uh, buying and selling used cell phones. Um, you know, people would be going out and, uh, having fun, maybe getting a little crazy and losing or breaking their cell phone or you know, <laughs> dropping it in, uh, in the toilet or, you know, in a pitcher of beer or something like that. So um, so I started getting into that and, you know, had a nice little business that kind of sustained me uh, while I was going to college. Um, and eventually I had to graduate. So I did. And, um, and I got a job with a, a global Fortune 500 company. And, you know, my parents were really proud of me at that point. I had kind of fulfilled all of their dreams for me at that point, you know, they were happy to get me off of their payroll, so to speak, and let me, uh, let me go and, and see what I could kind of do in the world. Um, but I really felt like I was living more of their dream rather than my dream. You know, they, they had these expectations for me to, to get a good, good job. Like I think most people's parents do. And, um, and that was great. You know, I, I was happy to do that, but things changed very quickly for me in the corporate world. This is around uh, 2006, 2007, um, and I got laid off after about eight months of work. And that really prompted me to, 
begin thinking about, you know, what I wanted out of life. What, what did I want, want to pursue? And I wanted to pursue fun. I wanted to have fun. I didn't, didn't want to, you know, work hard for 30 years. I wanted to work hard for, you know, a couple of years and then be able to enjoy the fruits of that labor. Um, so this kind of reprompted my, my dive into personal finance. And so I, you know, started exploring real estate and stocks and all these different options that maybe could help me produce these, this passive income so that I wasn't stuck in that office job. Um, so I ended up, uh, doing some soul searching. And after that soul searching, I decided I needed to, to take a job in sales because that wouldn't really limit my income. Um, I'd be able to earn more and I'd be getting out of my comfort zone and growing. Um, so I took a job in mortgage banking and that job really allowed me to look at uh, people's finances um, and really understand what people were doing with their money. You know, I looked at uh, thousands upon thousands of people's balance sheets and income statements over the course of my career. And it just kind of rang true with the principles um, that were talked about in books like The Millionaire Next Door, that just because you know, people have a big house or a nice car doesn't mean that they really have any money. More often than not, a lot of those people are living paycheck to paycheck. And, um, and I, I just didn't want to, didn't want to live that lifestyle. So I started to learn more about real estate and started, started buying some properties and generating some cash flow. And, you know, after a number of years, um, I was able to slowly replace my income. And after I replaced my income, for me, it was time to, to quit my job and to go have some fun. Um, so my fiance and I, we took a year off and, and went and traveled around the world and had some crazy bucket list adventures, you know, that we wouldn't get to have to do if, if we were tied down to our jobs. Um, and it was just amazing experience. And that kind of led me to, to money coaching because, you know, after uh, the, the 15 year or so journey that I've been on, um, I've learned a lot over the years and I want to share that knowledge with others so that they can, you know, have more fulfillment in their lives and to have, have, um, you know, more time to spend with their friends and family and to, to, you know, maybe make more of a difference in the world. I think a lot of employees in today's environment aren't necessarily, um, happy with, uh, with their job. They don't really find it fulfilling. I mean, I know that I didn't. Um, so I think that, 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 if you can solve the money aspect, then you can move on to bigger and better things in your life. Amen to that, man. I think uh, depending on whatever uh, um, statistic you look at, so few people actually like their work. We're just sort of sleepwalking through our, our, our lives because we're, 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 we're stuck in the cycle of debt and having to pay for the crap that we bought. It's maybe not even making us happy. So I, I appreciate everything you just said. And, and, you know, that's, I, 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 I think it's cool that you figured that out. You know, when, when, when you were a young guy and like, listen, I'm interested in having fun. I'm not interested in, in just slaving away at some crappy job for the rest of my life. And then you went and executed on it. Um, that's, it's gotta be pretty refreshing for people, but, 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 but also kind of a scary thing to think about making that huge sort of mindsets mindset shift oh it definitely is i mean i think back to to my own experience and you know being at the point where i had you know passive income that pretty much replaced my entire um the entire amount of money that i was making at my job it was such a a difficult 
um, I guess, experience to, to walk into my boss's office and to tell him that I was leaving because that's, that goes against everything that, um, that we're brought up to believe, you know, we're brought up to believe that we need this job and that we have to go to school and that we, we there are certain steps that you need to take. And it is, it's really tough to kind of go against that grain and to, to do something different when all of your peers are, you know, following one path and you're trying to follow another. Yeah. So, so how, how, how do people break out of that? Is it really starting with this is what your life could look like and helping them to actually visualize that or? I think that's part of it, um, is, is thinking about what you want and what's possible. Um, I know for me, you know, I had, I had some rough experiences, um, in my twenties, you know, my father passed away and that had a, had a big impact on me that helped me realize how short life is and that, you know, if you want something, you really have to pursue it, that nothing's, nothing's guaranteed, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So if you really want to do something, then today's the day that you start and you start taking that first tiny step and it's okay to make mistakes along the way. I made plenty along the way as well. Um, but the point is to start. And if you start, then you kind of start building that momentum and, and moving forward to, to what it is that you're after. Right. So figuring out what, what that is that, that, that you're really after, you know, it's a lot of the times different than what people have and just, just, just to really get started. So is it a function of, I need to, I, I need to eliminate debt and overhead that I have. It's a function of, I need to, to, to find new income sources, uh, just increase revenue so I can stop earning from, from a full-time job. It's, 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 it's all of it. So I usually focus first on, on budgeting, um, because your budget really is your money plan. So you're right. There's, there's a number of different lever level levers that are in the budget. You know, you have the income aspect, the expenses aspect, and we, you know, you move both of those in order to save more so that you have more to invest. So there's certainly things that you can do to decrease expenses. That's, that's where most people start because that's an easier process to, than to go out and to, you know, maybe build another income stream. Um, so, you know, normally we look at some of people's top expenses and top expenses are going to be things like your housing expense, your taxes. Um, you know, food and transportation, those are, those are the top four things that most people spend money on. So when you can go in and you can make a small reduction in the percentage of each of those, then that has a drastic um, change in your budget and allows you to find more money and have more of a surplus at the end of every month. So once you do that, um, you know, then there are some, some things that you can do to increase your income, whether that's talking to your boss about a raise or switching companies or, you know, trying a side hustle or, you know, buying some dividend paying stocks and things like that. There's a number of ways that you can increase your income. And if you're, you're increasing your income, decreasing your expenses, then you have this cash surplus and that allows you to, you know, maybe pay off debt if debt's a problem for you. Or in my case, it allowed me to go ahead and start investing at a young age and allow the passive income to build up. Um, so that I could, you know, start pursuing my goals and my dreams. So when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're like, okay, 
first step is 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 to figure out your cash flow and 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 your budget and your spending plan. These are the areas that that we're going to have to look at. It's 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 your housing, it's your car, it's your your eating out. So we're really talking about major lifestyle things and I would imagine it's at that point where you recognize that yep, this person is serious or they're not serious about this at all because they're not going to take a step backwards. Right. Which I try and I guess vet my clients before all that even happens. You know, there has to be some level of motivation uh, for them internally to want to make the changes. So a lot of people that come to me have been stuck in their way of life, you know, for several years where it's, you know, the constantly um, spending and then, you know, paying their bills and not really having anything at the, at the end of the month. And that's just an ongoing cycle. And at the end of a couple of years, they look back and realize that they haven't built anything, that they haven't put any money away. And they're no closer to retirement than they were, you know, years beforehand. So there has to be that pain point for a lot of people in order to be able to to make that change, to want to move forward and progress. Yeah. Yeah. Is 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 the pain of staying the same more less less painful than than actually making those changes? So I appreciate that very much, and that's just a question that I think we all need to ask uh, of of certain circumstances in 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 our lives. So nice. So getting that money plan, starting to find different ways to increase income, then 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 you have some a uh, cash surplus. You could start eliminating debt. You 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 can start investing to start creating passive income. Um, and obviously it's, it's taking these small steps and then helping people to develop the confidence to kind of keep the thing going. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's one thing to, to follow or to make a plan. It's another thing to follow the plan. I think most people realize that in order to build wealth, you know, you, you have to live below your means. You're not going to be able to create wealth if you're spending everything that comes in. So I think most people realize that that's, you know, um, one of the pillars to, to building wealth, but being able to, to keep the course and to be able to do that consistently is, a, is another story. And that really is where a money coach comes into play is to be able to, you know, help people see the long-term vision and to, to stay on course and to be working towards the things that they want. You know, I've had a, a lot of people that I've worked with in the past uh, in in uh, in my corporate life that have asked me, you know, why didn't you go into something like financial advising? And that just that wasn't right for me because I think financial advising is more of a sales role where you're trying to steer people into products because you have some sort of financial incentive um, based on the products that they buy. Whereas a coach is is an unbiased person. We're not we're not interested in selling you a particular product. We have no problem, you know, educating about products and investment vehicles, but my job is to, is to focus on your behavior and to get you to do the the things that you need to do and create the habits that are going to get you to your end result. Yeah, that certainly makes sense to me that you it's of great benefit to somebody to have uh, a relationship if it's a money coach or a close friend or just somebody who can hold you accountable and can not have some kind of a, 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 a motive for giving you certain advice or, 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 or directing you towards a certain thing. So I think that is so important. Um, 
In fact, I think that that might be the most important thing, Todd, is, is having somebody to call you out on, on your BS when, when you need it because we, we all fall back uh, here, here and there if it's diet and exercise or spending. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, um, for most of the people that I work with, you know, they get all excited for the first, you know, week or two and, you know, maybe they start seeing a little bit of difference or they start seeing, you know, the debt balance go down or the savings account go up and that's exciting, but usually that, that excitement fades and it's easy to get distracted. You know, it's easy for, for the shiny new object to come along or for, you know, one of your friends to go out and have a new car. And then all of a sudden you think you need to have a new car because, you know, you have to feel like you're, you're keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people fall into that trap. So it's, it's important to have somebody that's kind of holding you accountable to the things that you want and, and the things that, uh, that you're after. I know for me personally, I had several mentors in, in real estate here locally that kind of held me accountable. You know, we, we got together early on and put together kind of a business plan as far as, you know, these are the steps you need to take. These are the number of properties you need to look at acquiring in order to hit your goals. And it, it made it easy because, you know, together we developed this plan. And if I wasn't taking the proper steps to, to make sure that, that I was following the plan, you know, they were there to let me know and they were there to encourage me to, you know, go out and, and you know, maybe find find others that could help me achieve these goals, too. And, and to just kind of expand my knowledge base. And again, the, the, the point is to improve lives. And I think that, you know, um, through the financial education and and achieving goals that, you know, that's that's where people start finding fulfillment and they find room in their life to fulfill to, to go after the things that really truly fulfill them. Amen. I love it. Well Todd, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Like most things in personal finance, um, the sooner you start, the better off things are gonna be for you in the long term. So I'd encourage everyone to just get out there and start. Or if there's something that's kind of, you know, nagging on you in the back of your mind that you know that you should be doing that you're not, that take that step. Time time is never going to be perfect for you. But uh, as soon as you start taking that first step, it makes it that much easier to take the second one. So I encourage people, you know, to, to take that step and to find somebody who can can help you, who can serve as a mentor or, or as a friend or who has been in your shoes and can serve as a coach to kind of help you through this whole process. I think that, that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. Todd, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Yeah, so most people, uh, everybody can find me on my website. And my website is tightwadtodd.com. And it's a financial coaching website. And right now we do have a really cool white paper up there. It's on uh, different ways that you can achieve financial freedom. So what I, w- I would encourage everybody to go out and, and sign up and, and check that out. Because if you really stop and think about it, um, we all are, are, are after financial freedom, whether you're saving for financial freedom or you're, fi- you're trying to achieve it through passive income ways. Um, at, all, at some point in time, we all are trying to, to hit that retirement button and you do that through um, through finding financial freedom. Love it. 
Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Todd your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to tightwadtodd.com. Uh, pick up that free white paper on how to find financial freedom and get started, just like Todd said. Thanks again, Todd. Thank you so much. Have a good one. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.